I help and empower women like you to become strong, confident and the very best version of themselves. So if you're ready for a fun, some laughs and to learn about all things training, nutrition, mindset and everything in between, then you've come to the right place. Get ready to become your best self. Hello and welcome to the Become Your Best Self podcast with me, Becky. Today's episode is all about the non-negotiables for fat loss. So I did a little poll on my Instagram stories and thank you so much for everyone that took part. The response was so, so good. And it was close, I won't lie, which basically means that I need to do podcasts on all the topics that I said, which is fine. It's great for inspo. But the one that got, I think it was literally 35% of the vote, um, and the others were like 30, 25. I don't know the math because that's really going to highlight how shit out masks. I don't know what four is between 100%. Hold on. Yep, sorry, that was literally no, um, nothing for yourselves in any shape or form. It was just so I could figure out what 100% was, and I figured it out, so yeah, well done me. So, um, the one that came at top was my non-negotiables for fat loss. So this is today's topic, which I'm going to discuss with you all. I hope you're all well. I'm recording this on a Monday, but this actually comes out on a Friday, which is quite funny because I'm starting a thing tonight, which none of you know about. Um, and it is 30 days of fat loss. So it's going to be me doing 30 days of fat loss, basically. Um, so it's not going to be anything, you know, crazy, no fad diets, um, nothing like that. I'm just increasing my step count, um, be, you know, being in a calorie deficit, hitting five workouts a week as a non-negotiable, which is quite a lot for me because I normally do like three to four to five, usually four to five, but I am quite kind to myself. Um, and then adding 10 to 20 minutes of cardio on top of these workouts after them, after I finish them, can't even speak. After I finish these workouts, I do 10 to 20 minutes of cardio. That is unheard of. I do not do that. <laughs> so that'll be interesting. I'm also the occasional run. Um, I do go for a run sometimes if it, you know, tickles my pickle. Um, it's something I do need to get a little bit more religious with. I recognise that. So maybe that's something I'll do after this, these 30 days. Um, but yeah, it's just adding 10, 20 minutes of cardio after my workouts. I think that's basically it. It's not rocket science at all. It's just to kind of see and to show you guys what can be achieved in 30 days. We're not cutting any foods out, um, not cutting out carbs, not restricting any food groups. We're not going on ridiculously low calories, as I said. Um, I'll still be enjoying the foods that I love and I'll be posting it for 30 days on Instagram. So yeah, hope to give you a few ideas and to see how easy, I will say quote unquote easy, it can be, as I am working a full-time job, like most of us, um, and I do have to plan, I am also running an online coaching business, so if I can do it, fucking anyone can. <laughs> also, I love to sleep a lot and I get quite tired, um, the doctor says nothing, but I beg to fucking differ, uh, but yeah, so, anyway, so it's quite funny that this got voted as like my non-negotiable fat loss when I'm actually launching this, so exciting something to keep your eyes out for if you haven't seen it head over to my instagram coach by becky to have a little look and see how i'm getting on on what will be day five so back to the podcast in hand my non-negotiables for fat loss so number one my one no non-negotiable my one non the right serious head on we're going to start again five four three two one professional right calorie deficit so a calorie deficit is essentially where you expend more energy than you consume. I've said it before. Um, and basically, you cannot lose fat without being in a calorie deficit. 
So you need to be expending more calorie, expending more energy than you consume in calories. Okay, so one pound of fat is approximately 3,500 calories. So for most people, and what I, what I would recommend to most clients, a nice sustainable deficit is losing one pound of fat per week. One to two pounds. Realistically, you will probably find that you will lose more initially, but then it will peter off and it will become a lot more sustainable and you will find that you will have maybe um, lower losses, like one pound, maybe even half pound, maybe nothing. Um, but yes, so if you want to lose one pound of fat per week, you need to break it down, you need to break that deficit down into seven days. So that's a deficit of 500 calories per day, which seems doable and it is sustainable to do. And that's whilst enjoying the foods that you love um, and enjoying life, essentially, because that is what it's all about. However, some weeks will probably be more difficult to others. And that's when it's really nice to have a range target of around 200 to 500 calories deficit. And that's what I usually recommend. And the reason I recommend this is because to achieve long-term long-term sustainable fat loss, we need to ensure that we're not on a too lower calorie deficit. As otherwise, that it just isn't sustainable. Not something we can stick to long-term as it's too restrictive, we lack energy, focus, and are more likely to engage in that binge restrict cycle where you literally eat a really low amount of calories and then you just can't function. So you launch into the bucket bucket, you overeat, you binge, and the cycle continues. So for a calorie deficit, you do take in a multitude of factors, but usually what I would recommend is about 1,600 to 1,800 calories. Not these 1,200 calories that you hear of, because that is literally what a small child eats. And we need to make sure that it's achievable and we can still include all our favorite foods. Otherwise, you're not going to stick to it. And this is a lifestyle, it is a way of, it is a way of living, essentially. And we want this to be long-term, not a quick fix, not a fad and something that can be applied whenever we need to tweak things up again. My second non-negotiable is resistance slash strength training. So there are so many benefits of this. Um, I did a little podcast on it previously, but I'll just touch on it again, specifically for fat loss. So there are so many benefits. So it strengthens muscles, bones, joints, it improves your posture, it reduces the risk of osteoporosis, heart disease, diabetes, um, it really helps with mindfulness and well mental well-being. And also, most excitingly for fat loss, the more muscle you have, the more your body will burn naturally. And that's by something uh, called your BMR, which essentially your what your body burns at rest, so doing nothing. Now, something I hear a lot is that a lot of women just don't want to look bulky. So I'm doing little quotation marks here, if you can see me. <laughs> and I can just want to ensure... In, uh, reassure every single one of you one of you that this will not happen it will take years and a fuck ton of food and a shit ton of testosterone for us as females to look bulky nine times out of ten the females that you see that do look quote-unquote bulky have taken something to enhance this process or they have worked their absolute asses off for years and years and years, as it, and it is an art, and that is why you see these bodybuilding competitions and things like that, because it is so difficult to do, and to achieve muscle like that, if that is your goal, is a fucking achievement. So, yeah, 
before I go down that, that little tangent line. So you will not look bulky. What you will look is lean, sculpted, and what the what the girls like to say, quote unquote, toned. Your bum will be peachy, you'll be strong and sexy as fuck. So as I said, we don't have enough testosterone in our bodies to look bulky. So just to reassure you all, this will not happen. Bill, you do want to build muscle when you are in a fat loss phase, because you don't want to look, quote unquote, skinny fat. It's not a vibe. It's, no one wants to look it. You want to look lean, you want to look toned, you want to look sculpted. So for those of you headed towards menopause as well, this is extremely important on the bone mineral density, as this absolutely plummets during this time. And it decreases by actually about 30%. Um, and this is what I spoke about in previous podcasts, about little old ladies falling over and breaking hips and never being the same since. And if we want to make our bones as dense as possible, not just if we're, you know, entering our menopause, but in any stage of life, now, post-menopause, perimenopause, whatever you want to call it, we want to make our bones as dense as possible and give ourselves the best physical chance of being as healthy, strong and independent as possible. My non-negotiable number three is protein. So there are three macronutrients that the body needs. So this, so the number one is protein. The next one's are carbohydrates and fat. So protein is so important for fat loss. It gives you satiety, satiety, satiate, satiety. Is that even a word? It satiates you. <laughs> and it also helps and promotes muscle repair. To calculate how much protein you need, you should be doing your body weight in kg by 1.5 to 2 grams of protein. So, for example, for me, if I was, say, 65 kg, I would times that by 2 or 1.5, I would go for 2, and that would give me 130 grams of protein. That is really my rule of thumb. To be honest, girls, I would probably say 2. If you're in fat loss and you want to build muscle, I would aim for that. However, I advise all my girls over 100 grams is what I really care about. Um, this is a learning process as well when you first start. You want to just try and get your protein, but also get your fruit and veg and the other macronutrients in there as well. So anything over 100 grams of protein, I'm happy with. So I don't really track my carbs or my fat generally. For myself and my clients, I focus on calories and protein. I don't restrict any foods, as you should all know by now. So not consuming enough, not enough carbs isn't really an issue for me. So fat is extremely important for our hormonal health as females. So I would always recommend consuming around 50 grams as a minimum on a daily basis. But do beware of the calorie content that is held in fats, as they can be quite high in calories. So like look at your things like olive oil, um, your oily fish, increase that fat intake. Now consuming protein helps combat low energy, uh, poor resistance to infection and poor recovery. It's also essential for protein synthesis and this helps to build muscle and optimises this on consumption. So your sources of protein. So you've got chicken and poultry, uh, steak, your fish, your other meats, seafood, whey protein, cheese. I go for eat lean cheese or a low fat salad cheese. Uh, milk, yoghurt. I love natural yoghurts, particularly phage, 0%. Um, eggs, beans, baked black kidney. <laughs> chickpeas, lentils, garden peas, nuts and seeds. My only caveat to this, again, in reference to nuts and seeds, is the high fat content in there, specifically in the nuts. 
So I would personally probably think the fat content in this is a lot higher than the protein content. It's not as high as a lot of people think. So for example, a handful of nuts, it's got around 200 calories in and about 8.9 grams of protein, but has 17.3 grams of fat or something like that. I probably wouldn't consider that as the best source of protein. You're not getting a good bit of bang for your buck with that one. Obviously, I'd never say to cut things out, not consume them, but just consume those things mindfully and in moderation and don't consider it as a really good source of protein. As I've got other foods that will help you get your protein in, in a much more calorie-friendly way, so to speak, especially, obviously, if you've got fat loss goals. You're going to be in a calorie deficit. So my rule of thumb is that I consider a good source of protein to have 20 grams of protein in and to be ranging around 200 to 300 calories. I know for a fact that's the case with chicken and other kind of like lean meats. The protein bars that I love are all in that threshold. My protein yogurts, my natural yogurts, everything I consume comes under that if I'm considering it as a good source of protein. So just bear that in mind. Non-negotiable number four is meat which is non-exercise activity thermogenesis. This is basically general movement in life that is not part of your planned exercise. So that could be walking, cleaning the house, dancing around the house or in the club, uh, fidgeting, movement whilst you're at work, basically anything that consists of moving your body at all. And this is needed to optimise fat loss. This general movement in life contributes to your calorie deficit so much more than, for example, your workout. So in your workout, our goal is to not burn calories, contrary to popular opinion and exercise watches, but to build muscle and change your body composition. So your NEAT, so your non-exercise activity thermogenesis, never saying that again, is where we can focus on this. So this is where we focus on burning those, what was I say, burning those calories, but maximizing your movement for your calorie deficit we don't use this as a form of punishment but we use it as a tool to optimize your fat loss so it's about making these conscious decisions to do so so if you can walk to work walk to work if you can park a little bit further away from work and then walk do so if you take the stairs instead of sitting on a sofa um, every evening could you march while watching telly get out for a walk in the morning, get out for a walk in the evening and listen to a podcast while you do so. Can you get out on your lunch break? And you would have heard me say about getting your steps in. And this is essentially what that is. And it's the one thing that we can really control in the um, in terms of like our general movement by increasing our steps. Most of us have got like Fitbits or activity trackers. We can even um, do our steps on our phone. So we can kind of monitor and make sure that we're pushing this as much as we can. And that's because we're going to be pushing it on NEAT. And if your goal is fat loss, I would really encourage you to focus on this for fat loss. So podcasts will become your very, very best friend during this. Luckily enough, I know someone who does a fucking great one. You can listen, learn and laugh with me while you're doing it. So in terms of your step count and what your target should be. So for me personally, and in general, in fairness, so 6,000 is your minimum for just general health. Um, It should be 10,000 for fat loss. I like to aim for 12, just because I like to be different. I like to push myself. During this little fat loss journey phase, at the moment, I'm actually pushing for 15. Because I'm a nutter and just want to be roaming the streets at fucking 8 o'clock at night in the winter. That actually is not going to happen. little caveat for that. I am going to come up with ways that we can get our steps in 
indoors when it does become too dark, so stay tuned for that. The benefits of walking alongside sitting on neat, it reduces um, joint stress, it strengthens your heart, it tones your legs and bum, it boosts your mood, it can lower your blood sugars, lower stress, and you can learn whilst you go by listening to a podcast. You could even like ring a loved one and catch up over that. You can do a little ring and walk. You can meet friends for a walk over a coffee. There are so many ways that you can increase this and move your body more. Okay, so these are like my four non-negotiables for fat loss. But I have four other things that I wouldn't necessarily say are actions as such as like your protein, your calorie deficit, your steps, blah, blah, are. But they're more like little nuggets that I would also consider implementing is a non-negotiable so I'm going to include them as well but they're more like they're not really mindset they're kind of, I'm just going to go into them and then you'll understand what I mean okay so my first one is consistency so you need to be consistent and consistency is the key to long-term sustainable fat loss my top tip is never miss a promise you've made to yourself twice so whether that is you know never miss a workout twice in a row never don't hit your steps twice in a row same for your fruit and veg, your protein. If you're trying to restrict the amount of uh, takeaways you consume, never have two takeaways in a row. You kind of get my drift here. But showing up and consistency is genuinely so underrated, but it is absolutely key to fat loss. So my next one, you could probably argue is a little bit similar to consistency, but it's imperfect action and it is different. And I hope you can kind of see and understand why. So imperfect action is the art of not being perfect. And mastering this is literally the complete opposite of the all or nothing approach. So it is, yeah, as I said, essentially mastering the art of being imperfect. So if you can't hit five fruit and veg a daily, you're not going to not eat anymore but you're going to try and get a four in or get as many as you can in if you can't get ten thousand steps in for whatever reason you're not going to just sit on the sofa all day and not not move at all but you're going to try and get 8k in for example if you find an evening where you may have overeaten you accept that you don't beat yourself up but the next meal is going to be nutritious and in line with your goals and essentially mastering the art of being perfectly imperfect and not hitting the fuck it bucket when life gets in the way or things happen. It's just accepting, acknowledging the fact, and then moving onwards. And it is genuinely a fine art and something that's took me years to hone and I still struggle with and I still have to catch myself, but it's genuinely key to someone who has fat loss goals. Just a little disclaimer, I'm probably going to say every single one of these things is key because I'm really passionate about them all. (laughs) My next one is goals. Set goals, find out your why and why you want to achieve these goals. Is it because you want to become healthier? You want to have more energy to play with the kids? You've got complete, complete aesthetic goals, purely for vanity, which is absolutely fine. But find out why you want to achieve these. Uh, Do you want to run 5k, a half marathon? You need to really find the purpose behind these goals as well. And this will keep you motivated and it helps you get through the tough days. When you understand your why, you can look back and see, right, this is really difficult. I'm really having to like dig deep here, but I know why I'm doing it and I know my long-term goal. Goals just help us um, have like focus and to know where we're going. And even if your goal is purely aesthetic and you just want to look 
well not even aesthetic because you might want to look but you want to feel better I like having like little like goalposts along the way that aren't based on the scale weight or my measurements or my photos so whether that is you want to get a pull-up um maybe a handstand or even you want to just be able to go out for a meal and finish and leave your plate of food when you are full and that is a genuine art I'm still at the tissue phase. I pop a tissue over my plate. I can't just leave. I haven't got the willpower for that one just yet. Hopefully, I will at some point in my life. Okay, next one. Accountability. So find yourself a way to keep yourself accountable. And there are a number of ways that you can do this. So one, you can just do this yourself. And you hold yourself accountable. But I recommend like downloading like a tick sheet or maybe like writing it down so that you can tick off. I've got a habit tracker. So if anyone would like that, like please reach out. I'm more than happy to send that to you. Um, you know, with a journal like, online. Like, I'm sure there's tons of things that you could pick up. But find a way that you can keep yourself accountable every single day. And that will help yourself so much when it comes to fat loss. So number two, find yourself like a buddy so you can keep each other accountable. Facebook groups are really good for this. So you're like surrounded by a community like in um in my app and all of my clients have access to a little WhatsApp group. Um, and we provide, provide each other support if we're having that tough days, we can share it. And it just keeps you accountable knowing that all those of the people around you are doing the exact same thing as you and have got the exact same similar goals. And number three, get yourself a coach. So I'm not saying that you need to have one long term. You could literally stay with someone for six to eight weeks and learn all you can. I recommend about three months. And the reason that having a coach works is not only because you've got like, the education, you've got the support, you get the programming, you get the nutrition nine times out of ten. Um, but you, you're also paying for that service. And by paying for something, that almost gives you that accountability. You don't want your hard-earned money to go down the drain. So you are going to do exactly what that coach tells you to do and do it to the very best of your ability. You also, nine times out of 10, have access to that coach 24 seven. So if you are struggling, you can reach out. If you are thinking, God, I really need some extra support here, you can reach out. And that is why that level of accountability just supersedes all the others, because you've got literally direct access to a professional who has got your goals in mind, knows exactly what you want to achieve and why, 24 seven, seven days a week. Obviously, coaching is something that I'm really passionate about, and I don't think you can really, like, take away the accountability that it offers. In the fat loss um, journey that I'm doing at the moment, what's keeping me accountable is the fact that I'm having to show up every single night and post exactly what I've done every single day. So that is a really cool tool and quite a new one that I didn't even realise really would have really much impact or effect on me, but it has. So if you are interested in one-to-one -one coaching, do get in touch. I do have limited availability as I do really prioritise the quality of my service. And I give a lot of myself to my clients and I provide a really high standard, I like to think. <laughs> so I do keep the amount of clients I take on at a minimum. But I do have some slots and some spaces. So do get in touch if you would like to know more information. The link to my website is in the show notes. My inquiry form is accessible from my Instagram, which is at Coach by Becky. Becky with a... I-E at the end. So B-E-C-K-I-E. Because -E. I like to be different. I don't even know why I did that. I was literally like, I don't know, 12 and wanted to be. So a little recap as we wrap up at the end of the podcast. Podcast? Podcast. Resistance and slash strength training. Three, protein. And four, NEAT, which is your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. 
And then we've also got a little bonus nuggets of some consistency, imperfect action, goals and accountability. I hope you found this episode useful. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did or you know someone that might benefit from it or need at the moment, then please forward the episode on. Please subscribe, pop a little review, rate and review, subscribe as they say. Um, If you are interested in coaching or have any further questions, I'm at Coach by Becky, so that's Becky with an IE, as we've clearly fucking established (laughs) on Instagram, and I'll be more than happy to help. I hope, 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 Christ, I need to stop now. I hope you all have a lovely Friday. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Become Your Best Self podcast. Please rate and review the podcast. Share this episode with any friends or family that you think may need it. I am under Coach by Becky on Instagram. If you'd like more information on how to work with me, the link to do so is in my bio.